This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. But yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to The Godless Revolution. Today is Tuesday, February 26th. This is episode 240. Two four zero. That's uh, it's uh, two. It's it's four twenty, but not. No. Uh, I'm Dan yeah. Ellis. Uh, I think I'm Ryan Duffy. And who's this ponytail having guy over here? It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen you guys. Matt's back in studio with us. Yay! Yay! So glad to have you back, man. We we've been <sighs> missing you a lot. Thanks, man. The team's together again, and I'll be gone next week. I <laughs> I really wish I was here when I wasn't. Yeah. I would have much rather been at a place where I would be able to do what I wanted to do. But Yeah. Yeah, but I'm here today, so. Well, good, good. What uh, what what have you done over the last week or two? No, you were here last week. I was week. here last week. Yeah. Uh, besides working overtime, which that was a hellish overtime. I shit. was anticipating you're, you're missing the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, had to take new puppy to the vet because she got kennel cough while at the kennel. Did we talk mm. to everybody about that you even got a new dog? Did, did we? Did I mention that I last week? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I got a new puppy. Is she a puppy? How old is she? Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so. A new puppers. New puppers. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, her and Oz are both about the same age, so they, they were trying to get them to play better together. Is she also a bully breed? No. She is a, uh. Ah, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, not not that breed. Oh, well then. Mm-hmm. She's one of those. One of a chihuahua. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just forgot. A healer mix. Oh, okay. She so. she looks kind of like a like a pity. No, I mean her a her pibble. Her head is really like when her and Oz are next to him, I'm like, you got a small head. Like Oz looks like he's been oh, yeah. stung by something in his head. And real swollen. big. And yeah. it's just how she's a lot skinnier and yeah. Roz is more, you know. Beefy. Beefy. Stocky. And he, I mean, he's about. He's stout. Eight he's pounds. He's sturdy. He's about eight <laughs> pounds more than her, but he feels like he weighs a lot more than that. Yeah. Than her, so. Yeah. But and she's fitting in well. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting along. Oz has stopped trying to steal her food after he got yelled at a few times. And is he still having some uh, jealousy issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll if like if she's on your lap, he'll just put his head on the table and look at you like that's my spot. <laughs> what are you doing over there? That's not right. Or he'll just look at you when she's chewing on a toy like, "Hey, <laughs> that one's mine. <laughs> I want it." Uh-huh. And and you, sir. Oh, things have happened. Yeah. I don't even know how many shows I missed. Uh, Three? three? Yeah, three out of the last four. I think so. Yeah, that yeah. seems right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll believe so. Well, yeah, a lot's gone on, but um, I have a little thing, though. Okay. <laughs> Cause no, I don't, well, you don't want to see your little thing. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, then. I prepared it just for you, Ryan. <laughs> With mustard? I don't know why I emphasized it like that. It's got mustache wax on it. <laughs> nice. 
yeah, so the one thing that's been consistent over the last month is fucking Trump this, Trump that, Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah. So he's got me to hate the letter T even. Just it's fucking <laughs> Trump. And as a person with three of them in my name, I decided yeah. that I'm going to be taking that back, you taxidermy <laughs> tangerine turkey. <laughs> uh, you don't look the part of the president. You're an international embarrassment, you tubby-titted tapeworm. You taffy-tummied <laughs> tadpole. You thick-tongued Tarzan-talking, tiny-thumbed, teething toddler tantrum-tweeting tinkle-trickle. <laughs> <laughs> With a tawny-tangled toupee thicket-topping. And you don't act the part of the president. You're a radical. You tabloid-tracking, totalitarian, tyrannical testicle tumor. You're a tacky, tactless, toxic, taboo trespasser. A tribalist, television trash, theocratic, taskmaster, tax evader. A thieving, thick, thimble-thoughted thug. Ah, thanks. <laughs> I really like that. That needs to go on the back of a t-shirt with like in red letters that says Trump to a T, then that below <laughs> it. Awesome. <laughs> I like that very much. Well, thank you. I I'm actually pass pass that to me and I'll I'm gonna type it up and put it out on our on our Facebook page because oh. that's that's wonderful. I like that very, very much. Well, thank you. That was a bit of a tongue twister. It was, yeah. An alliterative tongue twister. Yeah. And it only took me a month to come up with. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was gone all that time. Oh, right, right. I was writing. I see. Uh, Anything else? I don't think so. Unless uh, any of you know Brody Stevens, L.A. comedian. Sounds very familiar. Is is he the... uh, He... He's got a beard. He does tall-ish. sometimes have a beard. Yep, tall. Uh, and he's always like, "Yes, high yeah, yeah, energy." Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He killed himself. Oh yeah, I did see that. Oh, yeah, that's why man. you. I saw that. Yeah. Now that when you started describing him, like, wait, is he the guy that yeah. committed suicide? I was gonna say, I, I know he's had some mental health yeah. issues in the past as well. Yeah, a couple couple days ago. Oh man, he's like tweeted out, "I'm ready to get back on the festival circuit," and then next day. Yeah, I mean, you just never can really tell. But just you know, if you if you're even wondering about people in your circle, just watch for signs. You know, just yeah. I mean, not that you can always tell or whatever, but it's sad. Yeah, well, I mean, we we mentioned before the show that it just it really sucks when your own brain turns against you. You know what? What can you do? It's Mm -hmm. it's it's really fucking shitty. Like I I don't have many down days, but. When I do, I just, I mean, it fucking sucks. Like there's, and, and like anything you do or try to think about to pull yourself out of it, it's like, your brain's like, no, that's dumb. No, you're worthless. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's a waste of time. Why would you bother with it? Yeah, it's just, it's shitty. I fucking feel for people that have to go through that a lot because, like I said, it doesn't happen to me very often, but when it does, I'm, it fucking sucks. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so over the last week, I've just been work, work is Sucking. crazy busy. Yeah. Well, it is that time of year. It is tax filing season, but it's also, you know, coming back after the, after the more than a month shutdown yeah. Yeah. and trying to get caught up on all of that. And then everybody else, you know, I was, I was one of the lucky ones who got to work and not be paid, but, but there's now, still parts of your infrastructure below you that wasn't right being done 
Yeah, and now they're all back and trying to get through all of their work as fast as possible. Yeah. Plus their regular daily duties, and so then that just, you know, it just kind of rolls over everybody and makes that's, everybody that much more busy. That's kind of a part of the whole shutdown thing that people don't talk about a whole lot when it's going on. You know, the all of the recovery time as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, work needs still it's needs not to get done. Just, <laughs> it's not just a 30-day period, you know. You, you, oftentimes, uh, I, I, at least this is my impression, government offices are already backed up for a, n- a number of reasons mm-hmm. and then a, and then you add a shutdown for 30 days and then you say oh, okay everyone back to, to your stations well everything's not back to normal now right you know now they have to do extra stuff to recover from that 30 day period plus you know i mean it's just a, it's a whole fucking mess oh yeah and it should not be any it should not be on the table for presidents to use oh dude and i mean it's it it gets down to things as little and as simple as your password's expiring for shit while oh, you're away. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're gone for a month, <clears throat> your passwords start expiring for shit yeah. and you're not there to fix that. So then you get back into the office and your passwords have expired on a bunch of different things. So then you've got to contact the help desk. Yep. And, you know, everyone is contacting the help desk <laughs> yeah, because tens of thousands expired. of employees returning to work with expired passwords are all flooding the help desk yeah. for calls, you know, to get help fixing this stuff. And then the help desk gets inundated. They, they, then they can't do other things like, you know, if there's a, if there's a big problem, it's really hard to get through to them. You know, I, even when we're not gone for a month and come back to work, trying to call the help desk for anything, you would sit on hold for an hour, hour and a half yeah. sometimes because we're so understaffed and under budgeted that they just don't have the people to get the stuff done. And. Yeah, it's really rough. Mm. So you're absolutely right. I mean, it's we're still trying to recover. It's not like you shut down for a month and then you go back to work and everything's fine and normal and you can just resume operations. It's trying to fix all of the shit that was broken during the time you were mm-hmm. left and fix all of the work that you were supposed to have gotten done over the last month while you're still trying to meet deadlines for other things that you had planned out. And this all happened right before filing season. Yeah, right. The worst time. Yeah. So then you know once once you hit filing season there's there are things in place that basically lock down the computer system so that you're not making changes during the middle of filing season that could affect filing season and yeah, getting so people their returns because or their refunds because yeah, so that you, really pisses people yeah. off everything that has a hard deadline on it is now fucked yeah so then you know being being out of work for that month there are some projects that just that month time frame now because we're in filing season and weren't able to get that work done during that month we were gone. Well, then when we come back, we we run into filing season, so it delays all of that work not just for that month you were gone, but then you know, for the rest of filing season until the end of April now basically mm. everything is on hold as far as you know, implementing uh software updates for a bunch of things, yeah. replacing aging hardware. It's it's a really rough thing. And it costs a shit ton of money when they <laughs> shut the government down and yeah. they don't, it, they don't it's, care. It's things people, no. yeah, they they don't think about. And the assholes who end up shutting down the government are just like, well, that's, you know, if I didn't get my way, then that's what I was going to do. Yep. I, but I, I think yeah. the help desk thinks I take a lot of vacation sometimes. Yeah. Because I don't need to use a government computer at work. Yeah. And all I need to log in for is my pay. And huh. sometimes it'd be proactive. Like, I'm just going to do the next three months worth, blah, 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 fill them all out, and concur all of them. And like, okay, now if I just got to do overtime, I just put them in. Yeah. So I might not log into the computer for a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. 
And then I call the help desk and I, I know now what to say. Be like, yeah, I was out sick for a month or I was on leave for a month because <laughs> technically I'm supposed to log in every day to check emails and stuff. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I can look outside. We have a weather station. Yeah. I, can, I don't need your weather emails. I don't need, no need, to, need to know who lost a set of keys on base. <laughs> but how would you know, right? I'm like, I don't use the government computer for work. I use my laptop for work. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I don't have that option because we have all kinds of security software. All, all of our all of our stuff's on a secure website that we can log into with our passcode and stuff to yeah. do all of our run reports and all of our vehicle stuff. And yeah, and the government computers suck. <laughs> yeah, because the funding is terrible. They, yeah. I mean, it's all really ancient shit, dude. When I first started at the IRS, they were still using Windows ninety five or ninety eight. Sorry, did you start in ninety nine? No. no, let's see. I've been there, I think, eight years. Oh. So, so 2010, they were still using Windows 98. Yeah, I believe it. Ridiculous. We've been trying to upgrade everybody to Windows 10 for more than a year now. That's that's even old. Yeah, I, I got Windows 7 and the 64-bit version of it. <laughs> <laughs> and not just four gigs of RAM, but eight gigs of RAM as a developer. Ooh. You know, just a couple of years. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, how much time have I wasted just waiting for my computer to do shit? Mm. And just, it's, it's Put that waste into upgrades. all the way yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So, or, or take, or take the shutdown money and put it into fucking upgrades instead mm -hmm. of shutdowns. Yeah. Yeah, hi, yeah. Hire people, upgrade equipment. It's just, it's ridiculous. Get everyone Windows Vista. I <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. uh, just made a computer joke, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah, good job, good job, awesome job. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so work has just been really busy. Um, in in the little bits of downtime that I have here and there, I like to play Golf Clash on yeah. my phone. Mm. And yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen a bunch of, uh, tutorial videos popping up, su suggesting them to me on the, oh, yeah? on the TGR oh. YouTube account. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I've watched a couple of them under that accidentally. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was part of this, they, they have like, you know, you can, you can do things by yourself individually. And then they also have like clans, right? Which are yeah. these teams that you can join and you compete to see which team can rack up the most points and then you get like you know at the end of the season you get extra balls and special Ooh. banners for your clan and if you win your individual little tournaments then you get extra trophies and so it's just a way to make it more competitive basically yeah. it's a way to make people want to play more so they spend money yeah yeah and <laughs> spend money and and build up points so that their clan does better and i was in this clan that i ended up leaving yesterday because I just got really fucking tired of all of the horribly sexist, misogynistic, racist, homophobic, xenophobic comments in there. It honestly you have is a the group, MAGA clan. It's a group that it that is exclusively now dude bros who like to talk about lynching black people and oh. how faggots spread AIDS everywhere and they're part of the Proud Boys. Oh my God. It was, it just, it was fucking awful, like really fucking terrible. And so Sunday I was, I was sitting in the kitchen playing and noticed a, a whole bunch of like really awful homophobic slurs and comments in there. And I just chimed in and I was like, you know, it, I, aren't we here to like play this 
fun, stupid little game? Like, is do you do you have to do that here? Can you do that somewhere else? And oh, it looks like we picked we you know we've hit your sore spot and blah blah blah. And it for me was a perfect example of using the little bit of privilege that I had in that clan because I was one of the top producers in the clan, right? So I knew that if I were to say something, they would be much more hesitant to just boot me out of the clan because I was one of the top producers. And so I just said, Hey, you know, could we maybe not do that here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care what you guys think privately. I mean, I, I do care, but like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not the thought police here. I don't fucking care. And I understand everybody has a different sense of humor. And then, you know, a couple guys, started chiming in and going back and forth. Oh yeah. Atheist can't take it. And it's hard for me to take anybody serious with a name. Atheist. I, uh, my name on golf clash is just atheist. And so they were doing their little back and forth thing. And I was just like, Oh, you guys are really cute together. How long have you been dating? <laughs> and you know, so it went back and forth and back and forth. Uh-huh. And then a couple of guys stepped in and they're like, Hey, you know, we're all just, we're all just here trying to have fun. You know, this group was formed by five brothers and, we're a family here and let's try to keep it cool and everything. And I was just like, okay, whatever. And somebody else chimed in and they're like, yeah, you know, we don't really have to say this kind of stuff. And I'm, and I made the point, I was like, you know, it's, it's fucking ridiculous for you guys to be making these kinds of comments in here. Like they're like, Oh, you just can't take a fucking joke. Huh? And I'm like, no, the best comedy punches up, not down, like <laughs> punching down on, minority groups is something fucking 12 year olds do right that's that's something little kids do and people who feel so fucking small about themselves that that they can't get through their day without trying to make somebody else as small as they are and so i just pointed that out and i said you know how how fucking fragile are you that somebody says hey you know, I don't like when you guys are saying this kind of shit and it's, it's silly. This is, I thought we were here to help each other learn how to play the game a little bit better and encourage not, each other. Not be Like how fucking fragile are you that somebody says, Hey, you're being a bully and a dick and you lose your fucking mind about it and say that I'm trying to censor your speech. One guy ended up leaving. <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ. So this is the problem we have in the country right now with, with conservatives or yeah, right wingers. And it's, and it's just getting worse. Is that, there's absolutely no compromise, no middle ground, no discussion, no nothing, nothing reasonable. You know, it, it's it's you try to voice your opinion and they go all, all the way up to 11 mm-hmm. immediately. First mm-hmm. thing, there's no back and forth time. There's no find out what's good. Just immediately to 11 if you're not 100 yeah. percent on their side. Yeah. Well, it's also the same culture that hates being politically correct. And if you attack their religion or their president, it's like, whoa, whoa, there's certain things here that are a little sacred. Yeah. We don't yeah. we don't make fun of those kind of things like, well, I thought you didn't want to be politically correct. Well, and, and one of the I mean, they were just making like the stupidest fucking jokes that I heard, you know, 30 goddamn years ago when I was in grade school. Yeah. And well, you know, I, one of the jokes was, what do you what does a fag call their balls? Mud flaps. Oh. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, you guys are fucking ridiculous. Here's here's a question though. Yeah. Are were they actually twelve? <laughs> no, they No, that's the thing. <laughs> okay. These guys are all in their thirties and forties. Okay. I just had, I just had to check to make sure that you weren't <laughs> like grown ass fucking adults talking like this. And and so that you know, that was the joke, and so I I, the, I I initially started out 
my quote unquote conversation about this by, you know, I saw that and I was just like, that's, oh my God. So I just said, um, what, what do straight guys have in their pants? And one of the guys who was making all these shitty jokes said, I don't know what. And I said, yeah, I didn't figure you'd know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when it was like, oh yeah, it looks like we've picked the one thing that really pisses you off. All of a sudden you can't joke around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, it was just like, oh my God, can you be any more hypocritical or any more of a dick? Like, yeah. So then that's when I, like, I knew that the, you know, taunting them that way would really get to them. And so I did. Um, and then punch, punch up. Down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not down. Yeah. So, so, and, and, but I mean, it's like, I, I don't want to be in an environment where that kind of shit is normalized. I don't want mm-hmm. to be somewhere and, and associate with people who figure talking about that in a stupid fucking gulf. Yeah. It's not like yeah, this yeah. was a Reddit group or a Facebook group. This is a fucking golf game. It's like a cartoon golf game. Yeah. And these guys are talking like that. And I and like, and they feel like this is their safe space to be able to talk like that. I'm like, I'm sure that they wouldn't be speaking this way in their, like, dude, if I were to contact the employers of these guys, I'm sure all of them would be <laughs> fucking fired tomorrow. Unless they're on the Trump administration. You know, like, like if I showed them some of the screenshots that I got, they would be out of a fucking job. And it's like, you guys are just. This this is ridiculous. I'm not going to allow you to normalize this wherever I'm at. Like, if you want to make this your own little dude bro shit shit clan, make it private. Then well, and it's especially strange because they're all brothers. Like, if you're brothers, do you need this? Go have a fucking barbecue. Yeah, well, yeah. probably because they can't <laughs> talk like that in front of their their mothers and their wives. I don't know. I I don't know. But so then. So I said that and then things kind of calmed down and everybody was decent in the, in the chat for a day. (laughs) Yeah. And then you honestly expected it to last. (laughs) And then, you know, and there would be some snide comments here and there like, oh yeah, well, you know, we'll have to, we should just respect people's opinions and beliefs about things as long, you know, while they're online. And I was like, oh my God. So you'll feel free to say all this shit when I'm not actually actively playing the game. But if I'm not, then you're going to still be like this. And so I just kind of, you know, didn't really think about it or anything. And then a couple guys tried joining the clan. And and it's the this is kind of thing where you can set your clan to be open to where anybody can request to join mm-hmm. or closed. You can only get in by invite. And it was open. And so they had a couple guys try to join the clan. and there were a couple dark skinned individuals who tried joining and, you know, so they request to join and that, you know, they just joined the clan and then were instantly booted. And it was, yeah, fuck you go fuck yourself, whatever. After they've booted the guy, then they talk shit about him. Uh. And then they started making jokes about, uh, lynching black people and that slavery wasn't really as bad as everybody says it is. I think you joined an actual, clan with a k <laughs> yeah golf clan <laughs> oh somebody actually that was one of the jokes they tried posting and they got upset that the the makers of the game whenever you put in something that's a little too offensive or too racy or whatever and they've got some kind of uh, algorithm that that calcu- that calculates it based on the context in which you're posting mm-hmm, things right? right so as long as you if as long as you're not making fun of their game, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. They actually, they censor the name of the company mm-hmm. that created the game. Like, if you try to put in the name of the company into the chat, it censors it. 
It just puts in all asterisks. And so somebody had tried to make some joke about the the Ku Klux Klan and it censored KKK and they got upset and they're like, well, that's fucking stupid, you know. And then they made some comment about, oh, yeah, the the people who burn crosses on on black people's lawns. And then there were a bunch of comments that were all start out like you could tell they were trying to use the N word. And it was uh. just like, oh, my God. And then they started, like I said, making jokes about, you know, lynching people and, oh, you know, I didn't want to leave my black guy hanging. You know, people get distracted when he's in the tree outside and shit like that. I was just like, Jesus, fuck this. So I just left. I unfriended all of them on Facebook. I left the group uh, on Facebook and ended up because. And I didn't, so when I did it, I told Tracy that I'd done it. And she's like, oh, good. Because I told her everything that had yeah. happened on Sunday. And she's and, probably just happy you weren't playing the game anymore. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. She, she doesn't care. <laughs> um, but so so I told her that I left. And she's like, oh, well, did you say anything before you left? And I said, no, because if they boot you, then they get to keep a portion of the of the points that you've joined or that you've made for the clan. But me leaving by myself without them kicking me out, I take all of my points with me. So they dropped from, I think they were in 51st place, which is below the cut line to stay. And it's a, it's one of the clans that's in the top 100 in the country yeah. <laughs> or in the world, not just the country. They, they have a top 100 clan thing. And this clan went from being just below the cut line to now, I think they're in 56th place or something like that. So, wow. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, well, you should have said something. I'm like, it's not going to, obviously, it's not going to yeah. fucking change yeah. who they are or what they think. They're just going to mock me even more. Yeah. Was you this, already did say something. Yeah. I, it, it didn't change anything. <laughs> Was this clan's name like the Wizards of West Virginia? No. Oh. The no. Imperial Wizards? No. But luckily, and then luckily, I was picked up by another clan earlier today that I think is like 25th or something in the world. And, there and I and I voiced my concerns about my other clan that I had just left, and they were like, "Oh my God, no! You'll never see any of that kind of stuff here." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you so much." And uh, one of the one of the guys in the new clan was like, "No, I'm a gay guy. I've never had any problem like that." He's like, "Holy shit, that's awful." So yeah. So about those sneaky Jews, they, <laughs> they go on to. Oh say, my God, that was the other thing too. Uh, one, the, one of those one of the two guys that were the main instigators of the of the homosexual jokes. He he started saying, oh, yeah, right. Like, what are you going to tell me next that I can't say any jokes about Jews? Like, I'm a Jew and I make jokes about myself. All the time. Nobody's safe. They always retreat to that. Well, I make jokes about everybody. It's not that I'm actually racist yeah. or anything. It's like, yeah, well, you guys aren't Matt Parker and Trey Parker and yeah. Matt. So whoever the fuck those <laughs> you guys aren't South Park. Yeah, it's just awful. Like, just fucking well, awful thing like, out there. Well, Matt Parker and Trey Stone, they satirize it. Yeah, these guys no, no, they make like actual they were, jokes about everything. Yeah, yeah. these guys. Well, and more. they're and they're mocking how ridiculous it is when people actually say and do shit right, like that. Right, right, right. It's not that they're saying it like this is what not I actually think, or yeah. I think this is really funny when I say this. It's they they're typically mocking people who yeah. do that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, they're mocking those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm happy to see that that former clan is now crumbling and <laughs> just. Fucking, and then they they made some shitty comments like, "Oh yeah, well you know we we're everything was fine until one person chimed up and said something, and it's like, I didn't say this in the chat because I'm sure it wouldn't have changed their minds about anything, but it's like, okay, one person finally said, said something. something. Yeah. How many people have just ghosted and and left this clan? How many people 
maybe even in this clan and just don't even want to bother people who never participate in the chat because you guys are fucking assholes. Well, if they, even if they had a full clan of like-minded people, it doesn't, that doesn't make your jokes right. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. It, the problem is not the whistleblower or the, or the person who objects to the wrong thing. It's the wrong thing. That's the yeah. wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I can't, I, I, I can't abide being around people who are like that. And, and I didn't want my, like, I didn't want it to be that anybody who wandered into the clan and saw that I was a member would be like, oh gosh, Dan's right. fine with this kind of shit too. <laughs> And of course that wasn't my primary thing, but it's like, I, and, and then I thought too, okay, well, yeah, I know for a fact that there are other people who have left it. There was a, a nice lesbian woman who was in the group for a little while and she got tired of it all and just ended up ghosting And Oh my God, you should have seen the shit that she, that they oh, wrote about yeah, her. Yeah. And it's just fuck it. Like they're all 12 years old. Yeah. So, uh, it just, not that I'm, I, I don't know. We've been talking about the stupid <laughs> golf game, but the, the more broad, it's thing, a microcosm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I wanted to talk about more how we shouldn't abide ridiculous shit like that. We shouldn't allow that kind of thing to be normalized in the spaces that we also exist in. Like if you want to do that, set up your own fucking redneck bullshit. Country. Reddit group or Facebook oh. group or, or where, you know, join the fucking proud boys and go around, go sit around a fucking fire talking about Western civilization, civilization <laughs> and how being a chauvinist is great. Like yeah. do that somewhere else. Don't fucking do it when I'm just here to try to play a stupid fucking fun goal. It's not a stupid game. It's a fun game, but it's, <laughs> it's a silly, like I shouldn't be having to have this conversation <laughs> In a silly fucking golf game. Well, let me ask you this. Is is that game, like, is it tiered in some way so that certain groups are are cordoned off or sectioned off and other group, you know, like, there's open to more, like, family-friendly? Or is it possible that an actual 12-year-old could encounter their clan and see all this filth? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. An actual 12-year-old could so get in So there's energy. another yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, that's not. They're just treating it like it's their own backyard at a barbecue, right? And yeah. not a public forum. Yeah, and you know, my my point that I tried stressing with them initially on Sunday was, look, guys, you know, I am here to help get points for the clan and you know get better rewards and everything, but I'm not here to listen to see you guys talk about ridiculous, harmful bullshit, bullying bullshit like this. Well, then on the other hand, why would you want to help that group out? Right, which yeah. is why I left. Yeah. So. Yeah, but and the you know the larger point is that there's a not insignificant group a per percentage of the Americans that are just like that. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And that's you know most of our government right now. Yeah, the number of like MAGA groups or Trump. Oh yeah, you know Trumpsters or Trump supporter groups on there is ridiculous. I'm guessing I'm guessing it's because it's golf, <laughs> like it's <laughs> uh. a traditionally. You yeah. know, white ethnocentric game that, you know, that thing that Obama did all the time. Yeah. That they were all mad about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did it in Hawaii. That's not even a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so that, yeah, I got tired of that and, and now I'm no longer in there. So we have some other things to talk about. Let's do that. Okay. This is Nick Fish, president of American Atheists. 
Uh, you can learn more about our work at www.atheists.org. Make sure to check out our national convention coming up Easter weekend in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Eleanor? Is that you? No. Called a cab, like, 20 minutes ago. It says it's 10 kilometers away, which is, I don't even know how far. It's a little over six miles. Is that why you came out here? To scold me about the metric system? No, I was about to call a cab myself. I have an early class tomorrow. Then I saw my friend hiding behind a plant and I got concerned. Then my friend lashed out at me again, so I'm going to take off and uh, leave her here with dirty leaves in her hair. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't go. You're a brain scientist. Can you tell me why I did that in there? I mostly do clinical research in neuroscience. I don't really specialize in temper tantrums. Maybe you need a child psychologist or a binky. This is a solid burn. I deserved it. I did. But please, can you help me? Why did I do that? Okay, here's my guess. As humans evolved, the first big problem we had to overcome was me versus us. Learning to sacrifice a little individual freedom for the benefit of a group. You know, like sharing food and resources so we don't starve or get eaten by tigers, things like that. Okay, with you so far. The next problem to overcome was us versus them, trying to see other groups different from ours as equals. That one we're still struggling with. That's why we have racism and nationalism and why fans of Stone Cold Steve Austin hate fans of The Rock. No, we hate The Rock because he went Hollywood and Stone Cold keeps it real, so The Rock's fans are the real jabronis. Point made. Keep going. Well, what's interesting about you is... I don't think you ever got past the me versus us stage. The Brainy Bunch is basically the first group that became part of your self-identity and now that's breaking up. You're feeling this new kind of loss and you're scared of going back to being alone. I mean, that's just my guess. The other possible medical diagnosis is that you're just a bit of a dick. <laughs> Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. So before we get into any of our news items or anything, we have... A little bit of listener feedback that we didn't get to last week while we were talking with Nick, and that uh, is from listener Stephanie B., who sent us a message a little while ago uh, that says, I'm a federal employee who has odd days off. Tomorrow, too. Yippee. So I usually message you guys while I'm drunk <laughs> because I don't have balls to do it sober. What? Why not? Other than, yeah, other than the whole Jabra earbud thing. We, she and I have chatted back and forth about the headset, the wire, the Bluetooth wireless headset that I got. Uh, she got the same ones. They're really cool, uh, but mine keep breaking. Um, anyway, she says, I grew up Mormon in Provo and then Mesa, Arizona. Most people I know have no idea I'm a staunch atheist. Even though I'm federal, none of my coworkers know I'm an atheist democratic socialist. I had in the religious slash political closet. But I love your show. You guys are great. And you can share this. <laughs> I know my conservative Mormon relatives won't ever know. You guys are the best. Well, thank you very much, Stephanie. Yeah, thank I, you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying yeah. the show and provides provides some cathartic release because I know it does for me. Yeah. And um, I, I kind of I responded back to her on that kind of saying, don't, don't hide in your bubble if you don't want to because – I got kind of sick of hearing all the conservative viewpoints I would hear at work sometimes or yeah, religious yeah. viewpoints. So I'm like, well, if, if you're allowed to say shit, well, guess what? I'm going to pipe up and say what I want to say because I know I'm in the uh, minority here, but fuck it. Yeah. 
Also, I don't think you were that drunk when you set, sent that message because it's very well put together. <laughs> <laughs> I think she said, usually I'm drunk. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so maybe she wasn't when she uh, sent okay. this one. Right. But, yeah. but don't don't be afraid to message us if you want to. You know, if, if you just send a news story, we usually don't just respond. But if you want to send us a personal message, ask, uh, ask any of us a question, we usually respond back pretty easily to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't follow our Twitter account probably as well as I should. I don't even have Twitter. But, oh, yeah. Uh, so I know like I'll check on it when I think about it, which is maybe once or twice a month. And there's usually people have replied to things that have gone out automatically yeah. from our Facebook posts or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, and I know we've, we've, we've talked about I how I should have probably replied yeah. to that before two weeks later. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Facebook messenger app for groups used to, well, it still sucks. But yeah, at does. least now I get notifications when somebody sends us a message mm -hmm. and I can actually respond on my phone where before I would get a notification, but I couldn't open it. Yeah, I would get those. Two. You get a notification and you click on it and it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't go open anywhere. Anything. It would say like, you can't view this page. You need to be a group or be part of this. I'm like, I'm fucking. I'm one of the like, admins. Yeah. God damn it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, but that seems to be fixed because I was able to open it on my phone and respond. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, it'll work for a little while and then they'll fucking break it again. Probably. They, they seem to do that quite a bit with different features and stuff. Uh, what, what have you brought for us, Matt? It's been a while since, I know. since we've, we've had did you read you, us a story. Did you guys cover the Jim Baker Trump? Uh, skin tone issue? No, I, I don't. Think so. All right, great. It was about him being orange. Yeah. So, hmm. televangelist con man Jim Baker has come up with a far out reason for President Donald Trump's orange skin tone. Recently, the White House press office uh, flat out lied by claiming that the president's skin tone was due to good genes. <laughs> it's <laughs> if you if you're a fucking Florida orange, it might be a good gene to have. Yeah, but... yeah. Some epigenetic problem going on there. <laughs> it's. It's getting really hard to imagine uh, how dumb they must think we are, right? For all these excuses that keep pouring right, out of the right. White House. Yeah, that, it's as if we're going to believe that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, clearly he steps in the bed and sets it to jaundice. <laughs> There's nothing natural about it. So anyway, back to the article. Um, uh, Jim Baker had a similar line of thinking. Quote, Trump has been blessed by God. His skin, skin color is merely the Holy Spirit flowing through him. He said on his YouTube show, the Holy Spirit eats way too many Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Or he's the Holy Spirit of the great pumpkin instead of the great spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this one's short, but I don't know. I, well, I, I don't know how, how does, how does he get away with stuff like that and still have anybody who takes him seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And he has such good genes that he's obese. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> right, right, and all wrinkled and puckered, and well, and I think that's just and, a complete lack of activity that yeah. explains that explains well, my, <laughs> my my dicky do. Yeah, but, but there's some people that just don't have to do anything and can just stay skinny, can eat whatever they want their whole fucking lives because it's like, wow, your body just has really good metabolism and you kept it. I was like rail thin until after I got married and had knee surgery, mm. and then was basically on the couch for six weeks, and then my ex-wife got pregnant right after that. And so I had, I was doing some sympathy eating with her, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, in high school and everything, I was super thin on the diving team and swimming and football and hmm. yeah. Uh, I'll have to show you guys some, some old pictures of me. We won't recognize but you? No, probably not. 
<laughs> uh, what else you got? Um, this one, this one's interesting. I think I'm hoping it'll spark some good conversation. Comes from religious news service <clears throat> in, uh, let's see, Jewish and Muslim communities in Belgium are seeking to overturn a recent ban on the ritual slaughter of animals that they say is really discrimination cloaked in an animal protection mantle. For, uh, no, sorry, more than 50 religious groups have lodged complaints with the uh, country's constitutional court in the hope of repealing the new legislation, which went into effect New Year's Day. The court is expected to rule within the next two months. Opponents of the ban say it is not based on science. Uh, quote, it's a decision that threatens freedom of religion because ritual slaughter is part of our religion. <laughs> is mm-hmm. this, is this the Jewish one where some, it's, it's not a very like, yeah, this guy is total, uh, Judaism wide, but where they do the, I think it's the chickens in mm-hmm. the street where they basically chop their heads off remember, and like, yeah, I can't remember the, what that's called. I can't yeah. Remember, yeah. And they're spraying the blood all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't think that's very sanitary. And then they all just end up in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. This guy is a rabbi, and his name's Albert Gooey Gooey. <laughs> sorry, Gooey Gooey. How yeah. do you spell that? G U I G U I. Gooey 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 Gooey. Or no, yeah, I, no I matter what, it's I... it's it sounds like a noise that gets gooey gooey. It's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the obvious uh, objection is, okay, well, what if rape and murder were part of your religion? Right. We'd, they We'd ban it just the same because your religious freedoms should end where our laws begin. Right. That's what should that's the way it should be. You should not be able to stick your needly little fingers through the through the net of our uh, uh, secular law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. A, a Korean family isn't allowed to move to the U.S. and start slaughtering dogs because they have a holiday doing it over in Korea. Mm-hmm. Racist. <laughs> well, it's illegal to just slaughter dogs in this country. Oh. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he. Sorry, I had to. I had to find, find it, yeah. gooey gooey. Uh, we find it's unjust and unjustifiable since there's no proof that ritual slaughter causes more suffering than standard slaughter. <laughs> On the other hand, pre-stunning is not always effective, causing animals to remain conscious during their slaughter. This is the dumbest fucking objection I've ever heard. Yeah. Because the law the law in Belgium requires that animals be pre-stunned before they before they're slaughtered, right? Now he's saying that pre that pre uh stunning doesn't always work. Therefore, let's just not do it at all. You don't do any of that. So it never works in any case in your, in your, what you're talking about. Finding, well, how is that? Yeah. Yeah. Finding and capturing murderers doesn't always stop all other murders. So. Right. So we should go with my plan, which is never to catch yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you seen how they stun cattle? No. With the bolt gun? Yeah. Well, they don't stun. That's, That's how they a kill. kill. Yeah. But it's pretty effective. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they pre-stun in Belgium, but I was guessing it'd be something like just a a, a good knock to the head. It's definitely. Pro- I, I'm a, I'm assuming based on not only the country and their typical pol- political leanings, but also because they're objecting to these particular uh, uh, practices, that whatever they do for pre-stunning is probably more humane than what ritual sacrifices. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. The the Jewies are doing over yeah. here. The gooey Jewies. The Muslim halal and Jewish kosher rituals require that animals should be in perfect health when they're slaughtered by having their throats slit and their blood drained. Um, The picture they showed here was just a guy standing on the throat of a live 
sheep while it bled out into a yeah. drain in the floor. Mm. Um, but you know, pre-stunning doesn't always work though, guys. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, under the new law, animals will have to be rendered unconscious or stunned before being killed, a method that animal rights activists argue is more humane. About 30,000 Jews and 500,000 Muslims are estimated to live in Belgium, out of a total population of 11 million. Hmm. Apart from their concerns about religious freedom, they fear uh, the ban will increase food prices because halal and kosher meat will have to be brought in from other countries. But why? Yeah, why but, would it have to be? Like, why? Is, is there something in their religious practice that says, well, no, we can't have them be stunned yeah. or because really? like, yeah, well, but, but at, the least, stunning, at least in some of them, yeah. it be, I, I think it's, it's more, not going to suffer enough. So it's not as much uh, of a yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, <sighs> I think it's more to do with the fact that pre-stunning isn't mentioned. So they've got this system that doesn't include it. Therefore adding that to it would be problematic. I think mm. is part of it is so, going to uh, cost them more money. But, to create the product, I guess. Well, because because they'll have to import ones that are properly slaughtered from outside of Belgium because they can't pre-stun inside Belgium. Mm. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Man, I am losing my place all over tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's our fault. Sorry. You need no, a that's ruler. Fine. <laughs> I should just uh, keep my thumb there, maybe? That'd be a good yeah. one. Move that around. Animal rights groups say that the practice of slaughtering animals without stunning is inhumane and they and that their support for the ban is motivated by concerns over animal welfare rather than the religious discrimination. Uh, it can take several minutes for a cow that has had his throat slit to become unconscious. This means several minutes of extreme suffering um, that would be avoided with the pre-stunning. Mm. The indoctrination... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the introduction... <laughs> of the ban coincides with growing tensions across Europe over the balance between animal welfare and religious freedom. Although European, uh, European union laws require animals to be incapable of feeling pain when they're killed. So the priest doing again, yeah. several, several European countries offer religious exemptions that allow halal and kosher meat. Others such as Norway, Sweden, and Slovenia do not. However, in recent years, there's been a trend toward removing these exemptions. In 2014, Denmark instituted a ban on the ritual slaughter of animals without pre-stunning. Currently, Jews in Denmark import their kosher meat. Danish Muslim leaders, however, say their community isn't as affected by the new rule because Islam allows for pre-stunning and ritual slaughter there. So some sects... Well, that, but hmm. that's like, I don't see how pre-stunning goes against their religious practice of actually of the ritual slaughter of the animal because you said it had to be alive and had to be healthy right i i just don't know all of the criteria that they go by because even even with that i mean because pre-stunning it because they had to bleed it out in a certain way i think that's the whole i think it's the getting the blood out of them as part mm -hmm. of the thing when they're stunned their heart's still beating yeah, they're yeah. still alive yeah the blood is still going to pump out just the animal won't struggle and feel it which actually would probably produce a better product because when animals struggle they release all the endorphins into their mu their muscle tissue with the meat so it gives it, it all that extra savoriness right yeah but that's not good that's not good <laughs> not good stuff to get into the meat yeah um i mean let's just face it they make this shit up as they go along so you know True. these these some of these people are like yeah that's fine we could we can adjust and other yeah. people are like no the ritual is the important thing so we're not going to acquiesce you know be like abraham just, didn't have a stun gun it totally depends on the personality <laughs> of the yeah um, did you move your thumb? <clears throat> Didn't use it. <laughs> God damn it. 
the European Union, of which Denmark is a member, requires pre-stunning. However, the bloc's rules allow for exemptions on religious grounds, according to the ruling uh, by the European Court of Justice a decade ago. As these exemptions are being phased out in some countries, Jews and Muslims say their communities are being targeted and used to score political points as the power of right-wing populists who often use anti-Muslim, anti-immigrant rhetoric continues to rise. So I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's religious targeting at all. I mean, I I, I believe them that they want to have humane slaughter because, well, I guess my viewpoint is that you shouldn't feel like being like, hey, we did this for a reason. This law is in here for a reason. Oh, your religion objects to that? Okay, you don't have to do that then. Like, no, there's a reason why this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you shouldn't be exempt from it because it's not, the law wasn't made, I mean, I love to eat meat and I'm all for the ethical treatment of animals. Mm-hmm. So I agree that if you're going to make the, have the animal, you know, be processed in the most humane way possible by not letting it feel pain. Yeah, right. What's the what's the what is there to be gained by arbitrarily deciding that this animal needs to suffer more? Yeah. Nothing. Uh, you, there is no gain. Yeah, well, and it didn't sound like they had really any objections to it other than that it doesn't always work. Okay, well, yeah. But then make it work all this, the time. This but isn't the it, way. It works more often than not, right? And, yeah, and why yeah, of would course. you why would you like not want to do this why would you want more suffering for the animal yeah what's yeah what's to be gained by by saying you have you have a system here that can decrease the suffering but but what do you gain by just wholly rejecting that to say no i want to keep the the the, my little believies right over here in this little (laughs) slot where we maximize suffering for no for no real reason the only reason is that there was no way to minimize it in the past now we have the way to minimize it, and they're saying, no, we reject that. Well, then you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. They're yeah. they're intentionally making them suffer. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that, I mean, we're talking about, well, we didn't have this in the past, and so this has become part of our ritual. Well, now we do have it, yeah. and I'm sure in the past you didn't have, you know, stainless steel knives that you were yeah. able to do this mm-hmm, with. You mm-hmm. didn't have, you know, all of these uh, ways of cleaning and processing the animal to make sure that you weren't passing on disease to everybody. Yep. Yeah, shouldn't you know, it, easily, shouldn't it so. be kosher to use an obsidian blade? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. and I bet there have well, they probably have their own version of FD, the FDA over there. I don't know what, what it's called in Europe, but yeah, the animal probably has to be inspected to make sure. Yeah, this product is safe to consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there must, there's got to be some system for yeah making. Is, sure is that is that qualifies. written in there that you can't have it inspected? Hmm. Right. You can can a uh, a non. I think, I think as long as a rabbi also checks it. Well, yeah, well, because I thought I thought the only thing to make it considered uh, kosher or halal or whatever was that it was performed. The rabbi is actually the one over the slaughter. Right, like okay. that's that's he's ordaining the meat kosher or halal. Yeah, there's a little casting of spells. Yeah, on or whatever. He, he's there to make sure it's done in the proper fashion, which I don't see why stunning would make it. Unproper. He has well, to the, say the blessing. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I mean the but the but the point of it all is that they're trying to write laws that will make that will reduce suffering. Yeah, and that's coming up against certain religious groups who apparently have some sort of animal they, pain fetish. They're they're mm-hmm. they're goat sadists or whatever. Ooh, they're whacking it in there. <laughs> 
what brought me, sorry, I know you're trying to move. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, but it, it brought a question up in my mind as I was going through this that I don't know if we've talked about on the show, but about non-human persons. Hmm? Or we talk what, about or what that we might We talk mean. about our dogs. Yeah. What do you mean? We don't. I mean, do you, but do you give them personhood? Your dogs. Oh. I treat sort them of? like family. Yeah. I mean, they're to an extent like they, they still, they're part of the family, but they're not, I don't treat them as humans. Like I don't expect them to make their own meals or, yeah. you know, clean up their own messes and shit like that. Right. But, well, sure. They can't. I mean, yeah. But I'll I talk guess, to them like it's a person. I guess what I'm saying is the reason why it popped up in my mind was because then, you know, if, if we start viewing all of this whole situation, I mean, a- as we, you know, hopefully evolve and progress as a species mm. and, and start, you know, recognizing different qualities or, or, or pain and, and how to minimize suffering, all these kinds of things, you know, we're encountering other things like, uh, that aren't so unique to humans that we thought once were, you know exclusive to us like we know that fear whales mm-hmm. well yeah sure that's universal in the animal kingdom yeah but we know that like whales and dolphins not only have very specific languages but uh have certain you know they have certain sounds for individuals yeah that they can call it. like like mm. which is exactly what we do like my sound is matt your yeah. sound is Ryan. Your sound, you know, but they do I can that, recognize you, know, you by your sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but it's just a, it's just a question of getting outside of the, uh, the human bias and understanding that they're doing exactly the same thing, except we don't understand it. But yeah, even some orcas can start to learn certain sounds in dolphin. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, so there's, there's bilingual orcas. That's fucking crazy. I did not know that actually. And at least at least minimally they can yeah. understand or learn those things. So so well it's kind of like at like, what point I mean we we know that they that there's a certain morality within toothed whales and chimpanzees, you know other primates and stuff. So at what point do we say you know maybe humans aren't the only things we should call you know we should extend personhood to, right? With these mm-hmm. with these maybe marginal rights that go along with creatures that are able to make moral decisions and under, you know, have this certain level of intelligence. So I've often thought the same thing. So the, 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 the slaughtering of dolphins in this case by, you know, Japanese soup makers or whatever the case, Like that documentary Red Cove or whatever. Yeah. Or was it The Cove? I think it's The Cove. Cove, Yeah. yeah. That was was disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Does that become even maybe a little bit more particularly heinous act than the slaughter of cattle, say, which, you know, as far as we know, don't have these kind of sophisticated societies. It's a much more simple. Well, I I, I get where you're going with that. And I, I, I don't want to say what I'm about to say because I love to eat meat. <laughs> but I mean. Well, you rejected my meat at the top of the show. I know. It's too small. <laughs> Uh, it's just couldn't make a full meal out of the thing. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's you know, the, tried, tried to get all the hairs out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we, we, especially wee when, wee. oh, yeah, wee, that's what there was wee, wee on it. Uh, especially when, when it comes to like religion, we're special. We're one of a kind. There's nothing else out there. There's no other yes, intelligent yes, yes. force. We are the smartest thing ever in the world. 
Oh, according to religion. According to religion. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else has a soul. Nothing else is as special as us. We mm. have dominion. Yeah. 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 Especially going there. We have dominion. Right. If you give, give another creature the same standing that you have being like, Hey, they have communication. They build homes. They are very, very similar to us. Just we don't speak the same languages. We they do care different about their things. offspring. Yeah, they, they care about their they, they they mourn the loss of yeah. family members. Yeah. Right. Like they do the same things. Be like, well, no, no they can't do that because then we're not special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We're no longer special. If they can do if they do the similar thought process as we do, we're no longer special anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. That that's it sort of chips away at the idea of human dominance, right? In right. that in that it does. in that way that's kind of malicious and negative. But it, what I'm saying is we still could so, we Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So when you go with that, when you got people that are are less intelligent, they might have a a, a, a physical disorder, a mental disorder that kind of locks them in. They right, Trump supporters, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't consider them less of a person because they Ooh, don't have I the same. I shouldn't have said that. I instantly regret not hearing the whole thing. We but, don't consider them less of a person just because of their handicap. They're still a human hmm. being. They're still a person. Yeah, yeah. They're still special. So my going in to say, I'm not going to like saying this. You can't say this animal is special when this one isn't. You can't say that dolphins and orcas are special because look how awesome they communicate when cattle also have their own forms of communication and socializing and stuff. It's just at a totally different scale. Yeah, that's that scale is exactly what I'm talking about, though. I like mean, where, I think, where, where is there like, are you saying like there should be should there be a cutoff on that scale? Or where I don't do know. You deem... I mean, I, I, I think vegetarians and vegans would say there isn't one. There is no cutoff. You just don't do any don't of do that, any right? of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm, I'm just throwing this out. There's a discussion. It's not something yeah. we've delved into. No, really, but I don't think we've really. I, I, I and I'm not saying that dolphins, as the example we're using, are the same as humans. I'm just saying that they definitely have characteristics we never gave them credit for before yeah. that are much, much more sophisticated than cattle. Yes. Then, then, well, dogs are even more sophisticated than cattle, but uh, uh, definitely at communicating and, and the, the way, the way but, cattle have been bred and, and produced they're they can't survive on their own. Well, okay. Well, we'll take bison then. Oh, I mean, bison. Yeah. They're way better. They, they're survivalists. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 they do they have do they show do they show signs of of you know higher morality i think or a, a little bit because you'll i mean they'll like they'll defend they'll encircle around young yeah, but, to protect young because they know the young are vulnerable and stuff from wolves and hmm. they'll actually go out and physically attack wolves that yeah. they, they think are going to harm their family and get at them so i think they definitely have as far as a a structure that of them being like, Hey, I need to defend that one because he can't defend himself. So I'm going to go scare off this wolf so that he doesn't get eaten. Well, how much of that is, is us anthropomorph anthropomorphizing, like, like They're, putting, you know, projecting our own thoughts into their actions. Right? I mean, it could just be uh, a natural defense instinct, mechanism. Yeah. yeah instinct. Yeah. There's no, there's no, level of real conscious thought well, necessarily. Exactly. Have you ever exactly. seen the one they, they caught it on camera it happening so it wasn't just like oh we think this is what happened mm-hmm. with the cheetah that killed the baboon and then realized the baboon had a baby and instead of eating its meal it took the baboon baby and treated it like it was one of its own and took it up in the tree and was licking it and trying to keep it warm but it was too it, it ended up dying because So that wasn't a cheetah then if it took it into a tree. It went a cheetah leopard. or leopard whatever yeah it went yeah. up it, it was in a 
But yeah, again, how much is how much is instinct versus? But the instinct should have been, I'm going to eat my meal unless unless I kill this, I eat it instead of eating it. Unless there were there, there were other criteria involved. I mean, if it was a recent mother, she's still or or a current mother, she still might have. Uh, all of those mothering hormones and recognize another baby mammal. But it was another baby that wasn't related to her. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't even from it, her. But that does genus. happen. I mean, you see, you yeah. see adopting of and other species at those critical times of maternity. That does happens. not, that show like uh morality among animals, even though they're not their own species coming to their defense uh, and protecting them. I would at say all? it mimics morality. But it's an instinct that we see across the board. But is it not instinct for ourselves to protect the young? For a yeah. mother to protect their own Usually, child? Yeah. yeah, but 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 there's a, there, there's other things because we, just, al- we also have complex reasoning abilities. Well, we right? don't. That, that, we, ours might be more complex, but that does, can't, doesn't mean that that lion didn't reason that night to think, hey. Oh, now it's, now it's a lion. A lion, whatever. <laughs> it was a big fucking cat. <laughs> a big cat. <laughs> <laughs> the video was black and white because it was on a fucking like infrared right. camera showing the tree where he was doing his shit. Any think... dog under 30 pounds is a cat and cats are useless. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't necessarily, I, I don't know where, I mean, I think I'm sort of leaning toward a very, sh- you know, fuzzy well, position on this, but I, I really don't know at this point. I'm just trying to well talk it out with you so guys. I was gonna say too, going to say too, like with, along, with the, but... the motherly instinct. We'll get mothers, human mothers, that will slaughter their own children. Yeah, I just would say like that's you have, a malfunction. Well, just like you have primates where they'll slaughter their own young. Yeah, I think that's a malfunction. Oh, it, un- unless you're talking about the males. Well, the, it's usually is the males. I don't know if I don't know if there's there, there's got to be that's cases an of females slaughtering for the males. It's an instinct because they want their genes to move on. You know, not yeah. the other guys. But when mothers do it to their own, when infanticide, I think that's a malfunction. You know that, that that that's a that's an outlying case, I think. But I think Dr. Garcia would be able to answer some of these questions for us. So we've oh, yeah, we've, yeah. Had, we've had Dr. Garcia on talking about Alpha God and and you know basically that we're all just a bunch of a little bit more advanced monkeys, <laughs> right? Which, but yeah. but it's all about you know competing for resources and mating partners and and being able to pass on our genes and and. Uh, he sent me an advanced copy of his most recent book that I am also loving. I loved Alpha God and I feel, so I, I have to make an on-air confession. I still have not written a review for Alpha God because every time I think about doing it, I feel like I can't properly put into words how much I love the book and how great I think it is. And at, and actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe that could be part of the review that I do post. It's yeah, just, yeah. you know, I've, I've put off doing this for so long because I think it is such a great book. I don't want somebody to read my review and think, this idiot <laughs> thinks this is a great book. Like, do you, does, am I making sense here? Like, oh. I don't, it, it's just, it's such right. a good book and it's so beautifully written it's not just that he knows his shit it's that he's also a great fucking writer it's a really good book and so is his new one i'm i'm really really enjoying that so and and we'll have uh dr garcia on to talk about that in the upcoming weeks well 
especially in the science realm where you have the ability to translate something over to someone who's not in your field to make them understand it and actually enjoy reading it. Mm-hmm. That's a hard task sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that that maybe maybe it was one of those things that it didn't quite fit my expectations, right? I, I figured, oh, we, we, have a, we have a bookish brain guy, a bookish brain nerd who's going to be telling us about something and it's going to be dry and boring and very clinical and i mean there is a lot of of you know well researched well well sourced uh information in there based on you know years and years of scientific study but it's not dry and it's he is a fantastic writer apart from he's a wet writer yeah <laughs> yeah apart i mean apart from giving you a ton of great information it's just so it's just so beautifully worded and he has such an incredible vocabulary. And it was just one of those things that it was a refreshing read, especially after, (laughs) especially after just spending so much time, you know, reading newspapers and Facebook comments and posts and stuff to, to sit down and, and read and, and even other books, but his book is just so fucking great. I, I really, really like both of them a whole lot. So. Maybe that, maybe that I'll have to listen to this again while I'm editing and, and put that into, into the review that I will form. actually end up posting. And I just, I, I've, I've told him, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get on that. I'm going to write the review right away. I'll, I'll have that done this week. And then, it, you know, and now it's been months and months and I still haven't done it. And each day I think about it, it just makes my anxiety ratchet up yeah. just a little bit. And I'm like, and then it gets to the point where, well, now it's just been so long. I feel like a fucking dick and it's, what's the point of doing it now? But. Well, now you have a good opportunity because yeah. what you can do is jump on and review both books at the same time because <laughs> you got the new one. So you're not late on that. So right. jump on that. Boom. Yeah. Hit that one. Hit the other one real quick and just be, and then you're done with all of it. Yeah. It's out of your mind. Yeah. But it is, it is, I mean, Alpha God is a fantastic book and no. so is his new one that the title of it escapes me. It, it's a longish title, but it, it's dealing with politics and how it relates to mm. evolution and okay. You know, the, the way we separate ourselves into different political groups and everything is is still reflective of mm. our evolution from uh, an, a, a primate species. Our, and like I wonder which survival. primate Trump reminds him of. Orangutan? They're uh, smart. Would be my guess. No, an orangutan. No, orangafaketan, probably. Orangafaketan, yes. That was excellent. <laughs> um, That really sounds like yeah. I just tried to... That you were trying to set that yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> I was trying to throw that as a setup. No, I think that was good. Um, we got a couple more things to talk about, a couple primary things, so we'll do that in just a second. My name is Dr. Karen Garst. I am the author of Women Beyond Belief, Discovering Life Without Religion. I also have a blog at www.faithlessfeminist.com. You can find me on Facebook at Faithless Feminist. And Twitter, I'm at Karen underscore Garst. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. I came back and I said, what is going on? What's the big deal? So I got a transcript. I reviewed it. I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave. And I realized that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. 
The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. And the sentence should have been, and I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. All right, so out on Facebook a few days ago, what, on the 23rd, I made a post. I, I was cruising Instagram which I don't often do, but I think you had posted a video of Lulu or, yeah. or no, of Oz being upset at Lulu. And he was just like gr- grunting, grunt, grunting yeah. and making noises. Yeah. So I watched that and then I started scrolling as one is wont to do when they've got it open and you're just looking at shit. And I ran across this meme that someone had posted. And on the top, it has a picture of Nick Sandman, who is the the youth from the school from Covington school yeah. in Kentucky that was, that the... was made infamous because he stood in front of the tribal elder who was beating his drum and people were quick to rush to a little shit. Yeah. Yeah. People, you know, it was all over that, you know, he was an asshole and whatever. And of course the narrative changed after that a little bit. And it wasn't that he was blocking this guy actually from moving anywhere. And yeah, you know, the, more, the initial reports of all the kids chanting, build a wall, build the wall. More, more evidence really, came to light. Right. Right. And <clears throat> so the top of the meme has him. And then below that, it has a picture of Jesse Smollett. And we've talked about both of these stories on the show, so I figured this would be a great time to talk about this. And we've also talked about privilege. So the meme has the picture of Nick Sandman, and the text on it says, The media rushed to judgment to convict Nick Sandman. And then below that, it has a picture of Jesse, of Jesse Smollett, and it says, The media rushed to judgment to defend Jesse Smollett. And then the bottom bit of the meme says, How's that white privilege working out for you? And when I made the post, it was pretty obvious to me why this is just really bad. So I I posted a screenshot of this and I said, when I posted it, talk about missing the fucking point entirely. Yeah. And maybe I was just in my own head about this a bit too much, but I thought it was pretty obvious why this is such a ridiculous fucking thing to say. But I haven't had time to go back and revisit this after a few people made comments. You know, one of the, I think the first comment on here, and I actually haven't even been able to read all of the comments, but the one, one of the first replies to a comment, uh, says they are similar. The narrative is about white people committing hate crimes and the both are lies. Oh, probably. And they both are lies, which was supported by the media in the beginning and then had to backpedal because they made an undeniable whoopsie. Now I wouldn't go with a whoopsie. Well, and and so so and maybe I was just like I said I was in my in my own head too much and and expected other people to see the same thing that I was seeing. So when you see that, what do you? I mean, do you guys think this? Do you agree with this? Do you think this is okay? I and, I, I don't agree with it. Well, because I know what they're trying to say. 
What right. do you think? So what? Do, so what do you? So what do you think the overall message of this? I mean, obviously they're they're saying that you know white privilege isn't really because people defended him while they accused the other kid. But right. the thing is, when they when both things first came to light, the kid was in an accusatory position with what had came out with what people were saying. It's like you are the bad guy in this case. Mm. And the Jesse Smollett case, when the f- news first came out about what happened and whatever, he was the one being offended against. So, of course, people are – the media is going to defend his position. Hmm. Not even defend it, just going, okay, this is what happened hmm. without – This is what's being reported. This is what's we're, being we're reported, you, yeah. and we're telling you what's being reported with both cases. They didn't rush to convict the kid. They were just saying, this is what we're being told. Hmm. This is what happened. And in both cases, they came back and said – the original reporting was not 100% accurate. Here's more evidence. Here's, we can see more stuff has happened. And in both cases, it kind of made a, a flip. Hmm. You, the media isn't defending Jesse Smollett anymore. Jesse. Yeah. J- what? Jesse. Jesse? Yeah. I keep saying Jesse. Yeah. It's just so much I easier. do the same thing a lot, yeah. Uh, and as far as Nick goes, he they kind of said, okay, yeah, we, we're on your side. They're not accusing him of doing anything wrong anymore. Hmm. So in both cases, there's, I mean, privilege doesn't even exist in this, in my opinion. Like the the, the whole thing of white privilege shouldn't even be a talking point. Yeah. So each, either of their cases. Yeah. Do you, Do you have any thoughts? Well, on that? I mean, I I don't know a whole lot about either one of these cases, but the thing that stands out to me about this meme particularly is that they're talking about what the media got wrong, and to me, white privilege does exist in the media but that's a small part of what white privilege white privilege exists in the criminal justice system it exists in society and work in the workplace yeah uh you know all those kinds of things so so right off the bat it's it's a flawed premise hmm. that that the media is the one that dictates privilege uh that's that's not at all how that works yeah yeah i i think you're i think you're both absolutely right the the thing that i noticed about it initially was of course, that, yeah, white privilege is a thing. It does fucking exist. Yeah. We, we see examples of it all the fucking time, unless you're one of those people who is just absolutely completely blind to it because you've had this privilege for so right. long that you've never even put your shoes, your, yourself, you've, you've never thought to put yourself in the place of somebody who doesn't have the same privilege as you. You you haven't heard the stories from these, from, from people who don't, who don't have the same kind of privilege, right? And so when we look at this, you know, the, the top is a picture of, you know, sure, I, I'm, I'm going to presume a few things here. I'm going to presume that Nick Sandman is white. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he obviously yes. looks white. He's, he's, he's a Caucasian. I'm yeah. guessing that he's straight. We know that he at least t- attends a religious school yeah. and so is probably religious. Um, I, I don't know what Jesse Smollett's religious leanings are no but i do know that he is is a gay man and that he's black Black. and we do have a definite history in this country of persecuting bullying and harming and harassing people in both of those communities both both the gay community and people of color so socially jesse or jesse has two strikes against him yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have the as same privilege that Nick Sandman does. So, so to me, this was this, you know, 
a lot of the comments here were saying that, oh yeah, well the media got it got it wrong in, on both occasions, and the media rushed to do this. The media reported what facts yeah. they had at the time, and as new facts have come in, they're also reporting yeah. those. I mean. Clearly they are, because if they weren't, then you wouldn't fucking have any idea about any of the previous that, stuff <laughs> that anything had changed, right? You wouldn't have made this fucking meme if the media somewhere wasn't reporting that, no, these stories were initially wrong. Yeah. You know, the, the facts that we were reporting were the facts that we had and At we've since time. adjusted. And that's, that's kind of the issue with the 24 hour news media cycle. Mm -hmm. If you get something, you have to jump on it when everyone else is jumping on it or else you're just behind. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people jump on. And the thing is with, with both of these, it wasn't until like a week later when stuff started, like the original stories are going, Oh wait, new stuff's coming out. This might not have been entirely the truth right off the bat. And it got covered. Mm. And, it, and again, you know, from a position of quite a bit of ignorance on this, especially the small case. But it, if, if I take this at face value, this meme, I, again, you know, um, I lost my train of thought, but there, there was two issues that I, that I had, but one of them is the thick dripping irony of this whole thing that the meme maker is actually trying to say, well, the first, the first problem is I remember the first problem is that if, even if you, you look at this, you can say, okay, well, taking an exception, if, if this is the case, taking it at face value taking an exception to the rule and using that to try to say that there isn't white privilege and to say that is the rule yeah doesn't mean anything yeah. but the but the thick dripping irony of this whole thing is that he's he she he or she is using this meme to say ah the black guy's fucking wrong the black gay guy is fucking wrong and the white guy's right yeah, yeah. that's what he's using this to say and saying it while and the the point of the meme is that there isn't white privilege mm. while he's saying the black gay guy's the wrong one mm -hmm. Now, so, so uh, here, here's, here's how we need to change this meme. So on top, we need to have Kaepernick and on the bottom, we need to have uh craft <laughs> Bob craft. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy. What's wrong with what he did? <laughs> Didn't you hear what he just got caught doing? Yeah. But what, what do you think is wrong about that? Well, I just, what do I think about? So, so my understanding of what happened is that he was going to a massage parlor and we'll, maybe we'll have to come back to this. this I, I guess it wasn't the first well, no, no, time. Just go ahead and continue with this. We'll talk about that yeah. another time. Okay. okay. Um, but so this, now I've lost my train. Yeah, of I'm thought. sorry. Oh no, no. Ryan derailed his. <laughs> well, I guess so Kaepernick and Kraft. <laughs> what okay. Kraft did is, is technically illegal. It is illegal. Yeah. That's what oh, Kaepernick is did wrong. is not illegal. No, I agree. Uh, 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 you know, charges pending. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I guess they're, they're pretty good. Uh, I guess they kind of got him on camera and audio a few times. Like they were actually watching him going to places to. And I, I think I think prostitution should be should be legal. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the problem with so just just to maybe put a put a bow on on the Robert Kraft thing because you asked. I think what he I think that what he did should be okay right. if prostitution were legal, but yeah, because right. prostitution, prostitution is, is illegal. illegal what you end up with is a lot of prostitutes who are working in places like this, who are part of the human trafficking yeah. problem. Endangered. Right? Mm -hmm. And so Johns who are participating in that, in that illegal activity, particularly at places like the place that Kraft visited, where 
Allegedly. the women who were there were part of a human trafficking system. They they're, were. They're, they were. Yeah. Yeah. They're. Oh, yeah. They lived at the place. They. They. Oh. They were brought here specifically to be sex slaves. Ooh. They, yeah. they didn't they say that they busted like eight other people there with him at that night or something? Oh, I don't know. I know that they have a long list of people. Yeah, that they're prosecuting, prosecuting, and bringing yeah. charges against. But so yeah, it, it was that this particular location that he visited um, was was trafficking in people and and in women that were brought here just for this. So that's that's my only issue with it. Like. If he wants to go pay somebody to suck his dick or whack him up, like, I don't fucking care. That should yeah. be legal. Yeah. It's an action between two consenting adults right. or should be right, right, right. An, an agreement between two consenting adults to have an arrangement like that. Like I said, the, the only issue that I have with it is that is the human trafficking yeah. aspect mm-hmm. and portion. If he would have gotten on his private plane and flown to Nevada and gone to a brothel where it's legal, there wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that that I think that would be totally fine. It, it, um, and if he if he knows about that, I don't think then he yeah cares. then it then it's <laughs> then it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, and if, and if he didn't know about it, I would say probably a little blind. He yeah. He, and it and I think that goes back to the white privilege thing, right? There or some kind of privilege where he's never had to actually think about yeah yeah what is going on how, behind how, the scenes, how he gets his good things. Yeah. yeah. He's right. also extremely wealthy, which is... Yeah, of course, right. he's a billionaire. Yeah. Which makes it weird. That, yeah, anyway, but... Uh, that he's going to a little tugging... Yeah, so I I yeah. mean, well, you know, his wife's been dead a few years, and so he's... Guy gets lonely. You know, I, I mean... Chips. Yeah, so I didn't know about the... But anyway, I agree. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'd be the best example to use for the bottom one, because... I, I just think they're both NFL I don't think the media related. was trying to defend him in any way, not the reports I've seen. I think well, the NFL been saying. I think the NFL sound like they're kind of in defense of that, like they're not going to do anything about it. Well, the NFL doesn't have a very stellar track record. No, on... and he's big money in there. Yeah. Well, but they, but they don't like him. Goodell does not like no, that but, organization. But anyway, he's rich. Uh. Okay. So. Yeah. But so, so, the whole thing that I that immediately stood out for me in all of this was. Like I said, we, you know, we don't have a history here in the United States and around the world of white people being enslaved and treated as property and murdered and traded on the open market. Sure, there's there's human trafficking that occurs, but it wasn't an institutionalized yeah. thing where in the United States, white people were sold yeah. as property. And, right. Yeah, and the, and the white people that were put into indentured servitude were treated way, way, way nicer. And it was usually just the very poorest of the class being like, hey, my kid needs to go work at your mansion on your place. Okay, yeah, they do dishes. They live in the house with you. They're not being beat. They were given good living. They weren't like sold on the open market like you're saying. It was yeah, and, a and we didn't different have, situation. And we didn't have a centuries-long institutionalized trafficking yeah. of human beings with darker skin yeah. pigmentation or lighter skin pigmentation, mm-hmm. right? We... And then the history of slavery here in the United States and around the world, but particularly here in the United States, where it was a centuries long practice, black people weren't considered human. No, they were subhuman. And then a decades long uh, criminal justice system aimed at targeting them after that. Yeah, that still goes on. Yeah, up to now that after they were supposedly freed, I mean, technically freed, but on a short leash. Right. And we also don't have. 
a long and storied history here in the United States and around the world of straight people being told from the pulpit that they are bad and wrong and evil and sinners and possessed of the devil should be put to death. We don't have books written thousands of years ago saying that straight people should be put to death if they, if they, you know, if two, if people of opposite sex lay together, that they should both be put to death. Those are the kinds of privileges that straight people and people who are not of color have enjoyed their entire lives, most or, of them without realizing that it's yeah, even a privilege. Yeah, they, they, it's just they part don't of have their to existence. Think about it. Right. And that's part of the privilege is that you don't have to that's, think about that's it. That's a I whole mean, other privilege on right. top of it, is yeah. that you have the yeah. privilege of not having 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 not having <laughs> to deal with thinking about any of those nasty things. Because I, I don't know the exact year when it happened, but I know it was 70s or 80s when gay men could still be locked up and institutionalized just for the fact that they were homosexual. Mm-hmm. There were laws on the books outlawing specific sex acts yeah. as for members of the gay community. They're still in Utah. Yeah. Yeah, there's still <laughs> blue laws around that aren't enforced, but they were created because they wanted yeah. to be enforced. They wanted yeah. to enforce them, and at one time, I'm sure they were enforced. Yep. But those are the kinds of privileges that we're talking about, which is why this meme completely misses the fucking point of both of these stories. And the background behind all of them. Which is the irony, as I was saying, is that yeah. there's so much privilege in the way that this meme couldn't even be done properly. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I haven't read all of the comments. I've only read a very few of these comments. Um, but it just, it kills me that people aren't able to see this more plainly. Or that, or that it, they don't desire to see it for the for a better society moving forward. Yeah. That, that they don't, they don't have they the want wish to, to yeah, that, that they, they don't even seek, uh, this understanding to be yeah. better. I'm, yeah, well, I'm white and white privilege is a myth. I ain't been privileged to shit. Well, and, and the final point that I wanted to make about this is that the reason the stories were reported the way they were initially is because it fit what we know happens all the fucking time around here. Right. Yeah. We know that white people shit on minorities all the fucking time. And so when we see a kid standing in the face of a tribal elder looking like a smug little prick, which, yeah, he looked like a smug little prick. Maybe that wasn't his intention. Maybe his intention was, as he said, to smile so that he didn't look threatening, whatever. But we see that happening all the time. It fits, it fits the, it fits the mental zeitgeist that everybody, that everybody's experiencing, right? Mm -hmm. We know that black people and gay people are persecuted, beaten, killed, dragged behind cars, tied to a tree, hung from a tree, set on fire, dismembered, only because of who they are as a person, not because of any of their beliefs, anything they've done mm-hmm. necessarily, but but for being themselves. Yeah. And so we have both of these histories to look at, and both of these stories in their initial reporting fit what we already know happens way, way, way too often. So it's not that the media got this completely wrong and it was so out of character for either of these yeah. stories to have happened. That's why they were reported the way they were. And they have since corrected that. So, And I, I think that's where the mayor of Chicago kind of stepped in and vilified what uh, Jesse did because he said, we have real hate crimes going on here. We have real issues in this state that we're trying to tackle. Right. This did not help any of that at all. Yeah, which which I guess is actually one of the one of the 
maybe this is the final point <laughs> that, <laughs> that yes. And, and I absolutely agree that what Jesse Smollett did harms not only himself and the people that he got to collaborate with him on this, on this narrative and story that he tried to sell and push and, and try to promote himself as a victim. It hurts actual victims. Yeah. Because now it's going to make it that much harder, that much more difficult for people in these minority groups of both the LGBTQ community and the, the, the community of people of color to be, to come forward with these stories and have everybody believe them Yeah, because it's going to be, Oh yeah. What about when Jesse small and Jesse Smollett did that? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just believed him right off the bat too. They believed him right off the bat because it's what we see happening around us all the time. And him doing this hurt a whole bunch of fucking people, not just, the the initial act that he did and the people that were involved but going forward it's going to have ramifications oh, yeah. and repercussions for people who are going to find themselves in these types of situations who are not going to be believed as easily or as quickly because of this fucking asshole and what he and, did and i think he should absolutely be prosecuted to the fullest extent yeah. of the law for that and should be be blackballed <laughs> which is a, a uh, well, whole, which is a term, term that has its own its own problems, but he should he should be blacklisted. He should be <laughs> <laughs> all of these terms are really terrible. Yeah, but the, you know it should be that nobody in Hollywood will want to work with him because oh, he sure did they this. Won't. It, it it goes back to where I, rem- I I'm trying to remember how long ago it was. Do you remember the case where the woman said that she had been raped by the lacrosse team, the college lacrosse team? Yes. And it went through like they the Duke, all wasn't it Duke? Was it I can't remember if it was Duke. It might have been Duke. It was Duke. Yeah. And all the players got got suspended for that year and all kinds of stuff. And it comes out at the end that it wasn't true. She had made the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. That story right there is one I hear people latch on to all the fucking time when mm-hmm. they say, Well, you can't believe rape cases. Remember that girl that that lied? Yeah. And yeah, that's they'll... another case where it ruins it. It it harmed it's harmful to people who actually go through this stuff. And people don't believe him because they go, well, there was that one time where that other person said the same thing and it wasn't true. So why should I believe you? And I think that that gets to something that has always bothered me. I can't stand when people lie about shit. If you lie to me about something, I can't trust anything you say. I can't from that point on, if I've discovered that you've lied to me about something, you've blown that bit of trust that I that yeah. I chose to place in you, you've shown that I can't trust you, and I I catch people lying about the dumbest, stupid little things all the time, and it's like, why uh, the fuck would you even lie about that? That that would, what is the point of lying about that? And now you've ruined the uh, bit uh, of trust uh, that I placed in you. Because I will never be able to just believe what you tell me anymore. I'm always going to have to fact check and double check and ask you a bunch of questions about it because I can't, I, you've, you've shown me that you lie. Yeah. So how can I know that you're now telling me the truth? Well, I won't lie anymore. Okay. But you, how do I know you're telling the truth about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lying is the worst. I can't stand liars. My, my ex-mother-in-law, the 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 Brit said she had this saying, uh, rather rather a thief than a liar any day, because your thief's being honest. About a thief, what are you doing? yeah, a thief. You're gonna know. Uh, you're gonna steal <laughs> yeah. something from you. I, I can see that coming. A liar, uh, you don't know what the fuck is true when yeah. you're talking to them. I'd rather that thief lied about stealing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, I would rather they were honest about it. And then I knew that they were a thief and then I would know what to look out for. But with a liar, you just don't know. Yeah. I, I, mm. I don't like liars. Uh, we've got one more story to close out the evening. That'll be next. Okay. Hi, this is Dr. Hector Garcia, author of Alpha God, and you are listening to Godless Revolution. Look, you can either accept science and face reality, or you can believe in angels and live in a childish dream world. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! All right, we have one story left this evening. Before we get to that, though, um, I want to report on some listener feedback that we got. Uh, again? We have, we have some, we got some listener feedback, uh, from the, Episode we recorded with Nick Fish. I think actually both of these are tied to that same one. Yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. So, so the first one is from uh, Marius Kotbuchukowski, and now I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure I'm not. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Marius wrote in to us after after Grant butchered his name last week while reading our Patreon patrons. Marius said, "Don't worry about butchering my name. Polish is one of the hardest languages for Anglophones to pronounce." So. So we thought we were pronouncing it right, but maybe we're at not. least making a decent effort, taking a stab. So we shouldn't have made fun of Grant for not getting it right. There's a Google Translate for that name, maybe, or I mean a YouTube pronounce or something. A YouTube pronounce, yeah. Hmm. We we could see maybe later. Uh, so there was that, and we also received a message from Kevin Licht, who let us know after uh, Nick was talking about Dunkin' Donuts yeah. and Tim Hortons that. Uh, Kevin says, here in Minnesota, we have both Dunkin' Donuts and Tim Hortons. So, double double threat there. I've often heard that Tim Hortons is superior to Dunkin' Donuts, but that's because Canadians fucking love Tim Hortons. <laughs> honestly, before Nick was on the show, I'd never even heard of Tim oh, Hortons, haven't? I think. Well, actually, that's that's not... I, I haven't... They haven't been part of my cultural consciousness because they don't exist here in utah i think yeah. i have seen them at the airport okay before. i listen to a lot of like kevin smith stuff yeah and he's spent a lot of time in canada mm -hmm. so he's always talking about tim hortons hmm. yeah i when nick mentioned it initially i was like tim hortons what the fuck is that and yeah but but now i i seem to so in my mind i'm picturing their logo is just the name tim hortons but it's like a script is that right I've never actually seen one, so I don't know me, what the Tim Hortons logo looks like exactly. Let me see. I'm gonna look it up real quick, just to see. Ah, okay, yeah. So it looks like an old, like an uh, like an old like skate company type logo. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have seen it, but well, that's different than the one I just saw. Yeah. Well, this is this is the official TimHortons.com, Ryan. Well, if you go back a page, so this is the cool this is the script Ooh. that I was looking at down yeah, here at yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So I have seen it. It just I've I've never really given it much conscious thought because it's not here in Utah. Yeah. So nothing in the rest of the world matters because it doesn't <laughs> exist here in Utah. Okay. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Real really, beer but... doesn't matter. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it looks like that might go through. Yeah, that we'll, we might get real beer here. We're not going to get real. We'll still have the lowest alcohol content for beer in the nation. Oh yeah. Because they're still going to limit it. They're like they're like they're going to up at one percent. That's oh my god. DABC and, and Utah's legislature just they're 
they're a joke yeah. to the rest of the world so, when they look at some of the ridiculous things yeah. that are argued about here. So it, it, it's going to be the same, the normal alcohol content of what like a PBR or a Budweiser is in a normal grocery store mm-hmm. versus what you're like squatters. Squatters couldn't put their normal alcohol content, alcohol in a grocery store because they're they're like a six, you know, five percent. Mm-hmm. They're only going to up it to like four point five percent. What is that brand? I don't know if they still do it, but Epic had a had a had a brand that was separate from the Epic line, but it was still made by the same people, and it was produced under a different label. Uh, was that like, because it had lower content, lower alcohol oh. content to be sold in stores? And I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. I could look it up, but I'm not going to worry yeah. about it. But yeah, just alcohol laws here in Utah are, are fairly stupid. ridiculous. They're getting better slowly. It's but I mean they're tiny over the last you know. 20 years that I've been able to drink it's they've gotten a little bit better but they're still not good way behind yeah uh last story we have this evening is something that we've talked about here on the show before yeah um the BYU police force yeah for those of you in the audience who do not know BYU stands for Brigham Young University it is a local university here in Utah that was named after Brigham Young one of the early founders of the LDS church, not really a founder, but one of the early leaders of the LDS church. He, he took over after Joseph Smith was uh, killed. Was tarred and feathered and shot. and yeah. Was he tarred and feathered? Oh, yeah, he got tarred and feathered. Oh, I thought they just shot his ass in jail. Well, they did that, but he had been tarred and feathered before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we've, we've talked before. There was a case at BYU where a student uh, – came forward and said that she was raped by another student on campus and BYU police investigated and never pressed any charges against the person who had been accused of rape, but they did contact the BYU honor code office to report a violation from this woman who reported her rape because she had been drinking and should be kicked out of school because she would drinking or should be disciplined in one way or another because she broke the school's yeah. honor code yeah, at an off-campus house party yeah so byu is a privately run religious university here in in the state of utah run of course by the mm-hmm. church of jesus christ of latter-day saints the fucking mormons the mormons yeah um and when that whole thing happened when when that young woman was you know, reported to the school's honor code office. There, there was a lot of pushback from people who were like, "Why, why, of course, is this person being?" I think. Is that music coming out of you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I had that turned all the way down. I just did it. <laughs> I just uh, turned it all the way down. Are you playing Candy Crush? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this this young woman this young woman had had this BYU police officer go and report that you know she had been drinking at a party and yeah. should be perhaps should perhaps be reviewed for school discipline for that um which leads us to this story that we're going to talk about now uh the headline comes to us from the Salt Lake Tribune says Utah moves to de- to decertify Brigham Young University's police department school plans to appeal. Story says that police officers at Brigham Young University would lose their authority to make arrests and investigate crimes on September 1st under sanctions announced today by Utah's Commissioner of Public Safety. 
It's the first time in Utah history the state has moved to decertify an entire police department, said Marissa Cote, a spokeswoman, a spokeswoman for the Utah Department yeah. of Public Safety. She's not a worm. <laughs> spokeswoman. Uh, the private school owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said it plans to appeal. A letter released Tuesday by DPS revealed the ongoing dispute between it and BYU police, as well as campus administrators. The letter, addressed to University President Kevin Worthen, says BYU police face decertification for two reasons. First, the department did not conduct an internal investigation into allegations of misconduct by a specific BYU police officer during a two-year time frame ending in April 2018. The specific misconduct allegations are not detailed in the letter, but it was during that time frame that state officials began an inquiry into how BYU police officers access and share the department's own reports and the records of other Utah County agencies. Utah's regulations typically restrict police database queries to legitimate law enforcement purposes. The Salt Lake Tribune obtained BYU documents in 2016 that showed that BYU Police Lieutenant Aaron Rhodes accessed a countywide database of police records to collect information from another police department for an honor code investigation by the school in one case. Yeah, that's not cool. So he's using official police records to report back to the religious yeah. institution's honor code office that, hey, these people broke the law, and I'm guessing it involved drinking, doing whatever, yeah. drug offense, maybe something that violated the, the school's honor code and is using his official police information that he's able to get access to to report this to the private religious institution yeah. that, hey, you should review this kid's eligibility to continue participating at this university which is Ill illegal as fuck it, it should be i don't know that it necessarily is it certainly raises a lot of ethical questions yeah, yeah honor code investigations are administrative matters involving university rules the honor code at byu forbids alcohol and coffee which is fucking yeah. stupid I still, if you ask a Mormon why they can't drink coffee, if you have yeah. a room of 20 different Mormons, you're probably going to get 20 different answers. Or 50. Uh, restricts contact between male and female students, imposes a strict dress code, and bans expressions of romantic affection between people of the same gender. I think it also restricts the, uh, for, the that, same, yeah. for the same gender. Unless, yeah, unless for, they're married. Right. In the decertification letter, DPS officials also say that BYU police failed to respond to a subpoena that was issued as police regulators were investigating an officer for misconduct. A December letter to BYU police instructed the agency to allow DPS access to all, quote, records, personnel, and electronic data, end quote, records so investigators could assess how its officers use a police records database, the command structure at BYU PD, and, quote, the powers, authority, and limitations, end quote, of BYU police officers. Coates said BYU police will continue to be certified until September 1st, though the department can appeal the decision and ask for a hearing before then. In a statement issued Tuesday afternoon, DPS said the decision to decertify BYU was made by Public Safety Commissioner Jess Anderson and was the culmination of three years of reviews. Because they've wow. been abusing this power yeah. for a long time. So this is before the case that we mentioned right off the top right. even happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they've been abusing before this. that. Yeah. I think that just kind of brought it all to the fore. Yeah. Made it, made it so that more people were interested in what the fuck is going on down yeah. there. Quote, it is important to our department that all law enforcement agencies and officers in Utah are held to the highest standard, the statement said. We expect transparency and accountability by all who serve the public. 
end quote. BYU said it disagrees with the ground cited by DPS for decertification. It said DPS believes campus police failed to meet criteria for an internal investigation and a response to a subpoena. Quote, BYU, however, believes that university police met all applicable criteria and is surprised that the commissioner is issuing a letter on these technical grounds, it said. So either they responded to a subpoena or they didn't. Right. That's no, like... There's no gray area in that. Yeah, but it sounds like they received the subpoena and just it, thumbed their nose at yeah, it. Like, we're, we're not going to do that. Because we belong to the most powerful group in the state. Yeah, yeah this the response, Mormons. that response you just read in quotes sounds like kind of a an elbow nudge to this commissioner. Like, hey, if you're LDS, you're going to, yeah. we're surprised that you're issuing mm-hmm. this on technical grounds. On technical grounds that we, pull this back. that we didn't follow a fucking subpoena. Yeah. But the, but. You know, it says everything that it's like we expect transparency and accountability by all who serve the public. They don't. They're private. Right. This yeah. is a religion. Yeah. They shouldn't get to wear badges or have PD anything on any of their stuff. Right. They should just or be have lights. They or should anything. be security guards. They're not. Yeah. They shouldn't have the power of the state and 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 the religion. Right. Yeah. yeah, uh, they, yeah they're yeah. using both and abusing the one. Uh, neither Coat nor BYU spokeswoman Carrie Jenkins knew when an appeal hearing would occur. Anderson's letter to Worthen said it would be Anderson who would hear the appeal. It's unclear whether the practice of searching police records for information related to potential honor code violations went beyond the one case connected to Rhodes. In one data sample the Tribune obtained in 2016, BYU police searched for and accessed about 6,500 initial reports, plus an undisclosed number of supplemental reports, from 21 other county police forces in the 18 and a half months that ended September 15th of that year. Damn. Mm. Police officers from other departments said that no, said that number seemed high and the number of searches by BYU police declined after DPS began its investigation of the department. Mm-hmm. So they know they're doing something right. Yeah. Uh-huh. They know they're being caught. They're like, they're oh shit, they're looking into this. Maybe we shouldn't be doing yeah. all of these searches anymore. DPS has never disclosed what it found in its investigation into BYU's use of records and denied public record requests filed by the Tribune. The newspaper is appealing that decision. Yeah, we should. We should have access yeah, to that. Yeah. I mean, it's well, it's a public entity yeah. who's who's been using public records. Yeah. Unless they're, we should know what they're what they're doing with them. And, unless and they're why. denying denying the request for that right now because they have, have an ongoing case and they don't want to make too much information public if it goes to trial. Who has a what now with the DPS? Who? If DPSS, if the DPS takes this to like a court case and there has to be like a jury or a grand jury sitting in on it, they oh, might well, not want to have too much information leaked out there yet until this is all d- over and done with. Well, sure. Uh, well, and the, the, the quote here in the trip just says that, uh, they've never disclosed what it found in its investigation into BYU's use of records. Uh, and denied public record requests filed by the Tribune, and the Tribune is appealing that decision. Yeah. So uh, maybe, I mean, it sounds to me like they just said, no, we're not going to give that yeah, to you. Yeah. Instead of, you know, hey, we have something going on right now that we can't give this to you now, but once this is taken care of, you can have access to these records. It sounds like it was just a flat denial. Uh, officials in the Utah Attorney General's office announced in October that they had decided months earlier to not file criminal charges against Rhodes in connection with the DPS investigation. A panel of prosecutors had decided the case against Rhodes, quote, lacks a reasonable likelihood of conviction, the mm-hmm. office said. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Rick, that, that sounds like we know he did something wrong, but we don't know if we're going to be able to get him convicted. Yeah. So let's not even bother. Yeah, it's it's at least crossed some ethical boundaries, probably or possibly some some laws, but we don't know that we can get him convicted on this. Well, so. but since we don't have any of the information, we don't know how much of that could just be the LDS attorneys saying, well, we don't want to push this because yeah. we're also Mormons. Yeah. And we don't, you know, we don't want to fight the church. Yeah. Without the information, we, we can don't only, know. we yeah, can we only make know. guesses about it. Right. Yeah, and so assuming the attorneys are all upstanding and moral people, then maybe there, maybe it's possible that Rhodes only had some ethical violations and nothing more. But if the attorneys put the church first, who knows what's in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that kind of stuff, only fuels speculation about yeah. nefarious things that could be going yeah, exactly. on, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Official uh, Rick Cantrell. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Rick Cantrell, Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes's chief yeah. of staff, said changes were made within the police department in connection to the record sharing issue, but declined to elaborate. "Quote: We are satisfied that the structure that allowed this to happen has been remedied," he said at the time. Yeah. That's uh, that's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we as yeah. as in him and yeah, they're the judges. In him this and case. Sean Reyes are satisfied. On October twenty five, Rhodes voluntarily relinquished his peace officer certification rather than undergo a state investigation by Utah Peace Officer Standards and Training or POST into his use of police databases. So he no, did no, no, something no, wrong. no, don't, don't, I'll, I'll resign. Don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't need to look at it. Uh, I'll just go. Or, Hey, look, Rhodes, we don't want to have this fight. So we can either look into this or you can resign. Or right you now. can resign. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. Um, Rhodes did not return messages seeking comment, uh, on Tuesday. Jenkins said Rhodes is no longer employed at the university. BYU police. He's, he's with the Provo PD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BYU police chief Larry Stott retired in 2018. Reached by phone Tuesday, Stott declined to discuss the, uh -huh. the decertification effort or his former department's mm -hmm. use of databases. Imagine that. But Stott did compliment Rhodes. Uh. I think he was an honorable man, Stott said, and I highly value my friendship with him. Mm. In its statement Tuesday, BYU noted that the university has run and funded its state-certified police force for nearly 40 years. Quote, BYU continues to believe that the best way to protect its students and to protect BYU's campus without putting a disproportionate fiscal burden on Provo's taxpayers is to have comprehensive police protection through Provo City and University Police, it said. If you're worried about taxpayers, there's an easy solution, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Don't pay them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't don't use public funds for that. Or pay your own taxes. Right. Provo Mayor Michelle Kaufusi issued a statement Tuesday afternoon encouraging BYU and DPS to find a solution to the dispute. Mom and Dad, stop fighting. <laughs> Quote, we have full confidence in our Provo City Police Department to rise to the occasion if additional demands are placed upon them, the statement said. Ours is a nationally and internationally recognized police department. One that provides the highest level of professionalism. Okay. Mm. Sounds like somebody's been drinking their Kool-Aid down Wait, there. Provo has a police department? 
There's an ongoing debate about whether BYU's police should be subject should be subject to Utah's records laws like every other police force in the state. Why, Why is, is there an ongoing no, debate about there that? There should be a debate. No debate. <laughs> no debate at all on that. They're a police force who are who are given uh, powers of the state in order to detain, arrest, prosecute people. There should be no fucking debate about whether no. <laughs> whether or not they don't they should have, be held to the same uh, standard as wait, every other police force. I, I want to know where they're religious, where they think they get a religious exemption on this one. I, <laughs> who the hell knows, man? Um, the Salt Lake Tribune has sued to force BYU police to abide by the Utah Government Records Access and Management Act, or GRAMA. The mm-hmm. newspaper received a favorable ruling from a state district court judge. But BYU has appealed to the Utah Supreme Court. A hearing has not been scheduled. So BYU, so yeah, they they they're saying no. We're not gonna we're, we're not gonna, gonna follow the law. Yeah, we're which I I don't understand all of these things. Like how the fuck can BYU operate its own police force with state powers and then not be accountable to the state? That doesn't Makes make sense, any yeah. sense at all, unless they're just giving them some special religious privilege. And also, which they, they are. They preach about following the laws of the land and then fight the laws of the land all the way up to the Supreme Court of the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a very they, good. They point. can have a, a a school security personnel that have no arresting powers. Yeah, you can't. No charging. But no, you, can't you can't have it both anybody. ways. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you so that way an, um, an actual cop comes and charges and it, does the arrest. And Again, here's a great mm-hmm. example of privilege. Yep. Uh, let's see. In his December letter requesting information, Anderson said he was aware of the judge's decision in the Tribune's case and that BYU was appealing it, but added, quote, I expect BYU PD to be subject to and comply with the Government Records Access and Management Act. That's the Grandma mm-hmm. Act. Good luck. Attorneys for the campus argue in the appeal that as a private institution, BYU should not be subject to record laws uh-huh. meant for government agencies. Uh, they then are. you don't get to have a government they, agency. They are playing both sides. Yeah. That's exactly what like, they're doing. Yeah. yeah, BYU may be private, but your fucking cops are certified by a government fucking agency and they have to comply by those rules and regulations. And they're given the powers of, of that the government, those government yeah. agency. Yeah, yeah. If, if you want to act as a private agency, then you don't get to enforce any laws or any make any arrests or anything anything correct yeah. yeah yeah i mean they're trying to have their sacrament wafer and eat it too <laughs> never eat it <laughs> but before the senate judiciary committee tuesday byu general counsel heather gunnerson and byu police chief chris autry said the school supports sb 197 a bill in the utah legislature that would require byu police to follow grandma then do it yeah the bill's provisions would not be retroactive, according to the bill's sponsor, Senator Kurt Bramble, Republican from Provo. So Why would mean? they not be retroactive? So does that mean that any police force already in existence doesn't have to follow this fucking law? Is that what he, they think? Well, and me, I mean, okay, so so let's talk about that for a second. So it could be that he's saying we're not going to make this retroactive so that we don't have to go back through every request we've received over the last 40 years yeah. or however long grandma has been in place to satisfy all of those requests. It's going to be from this point forward, any requests were going to follow the laws around grandma, which, which would make sense because you don't want this huge backlog and all this extra work just suddenly heaped on people. Yeah. Right. So you can say, okay, yeah, we may have denied these requests in the past, but once this bill passes, if it passes, 
then we're going to start following grandma and we're not going to make it retroactive. So if you've previously submitted a request, you're going to have to to resubmit a request. Yeah. But if you do resubmit it, we will follow the grandma laws and give you the information if possible. And if they don't. Which to me would make sense. It does make sense. I get it. Uh, Where was I? Uh, Police chief. Okay. The bill's provisions would not be retroactive, uh, according to Kurt Bramble, Republican Provo. In 2016, the Tribune requested communications between campus police and the school's honor code and Title IX offices as reporters covered allegations that BYU had disciplined students who reported sex crimes if they were violating the honor code at the time of the assault, which is the story we were talking about earlier. The Tribune's lawsuit seeks those records. As part of sweeping reform later in 2016, BYU granted amnesty to students reporting sexual assaults. Oh, how nice of them. Yeah. The Salt Lake Tribune won the 2017 Pulitzer Prize for local reporting for its coverage of BYU and other campus sexual assault issues. Yay. Yay, congratulations, uh, Salt Lake Tribune. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the it's uh one of the one of the papers that I enjoy reading here, the Des Snooze, as I call it, <laughs> is largely propaganda put out by the LDS Church, yeah, so I don't yeah. really read yeah. that one very much. I do pay attention to their stories and their headlines, though. It's kind of like my weird thing about like watching Fox, Fox News, yeah. just to see how they're spinning things and what they're addressing and not. Like uh, Very recently, there was a story published in the Deseret News about uh, a man who was convicted for or was charged with can't remember if it was child pornography or pedophilia or both but the the, the headline and the and and everything in the deseret news identified him as i can't remember if he was former was or current police, police lieutenant ah uh, yes you know current or former police lieutenant and then much 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 further down in the story you you find out that he was also an active uh, a bishop LDS bishop yeah and mm-hmm. has since been removed from that position but you know they hi- rather than highlight that he was a bishop who has been removed or even include both that he was an officer and an LDS ward bishop they they buried the the LDS bishop thing way down in the story and and went with the lead of He's a he's a former current police, or former yeah. police yeah. officer. I think he was fo- his former police officer in yeah. Idaho or something. Police lieutenant somewhere. I can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember where, but yeah. And then yeah. So it, it's just it's those different things about how they how they work to spin or influence stories and and what people are talking about necessarily or not talking about and highlighting and and underlining or not highlighting things that they don't really want people to pay much attention to or or to draw any much, if any attention to it's just those it's, it's these, these are things that I do when I'm reading the news is, is when I'm reading the news and listening to newscasters is looking at motivations for the stories they're reporting and what parts of the story are they not reporting or are they not bringing to the fore that other news outlets may be highlighting or or offering as information on the same level as the as other information they're reporting right yeah that rather than saying on his caption that he's a former you know that he was an an LDS bishop and former officer it's well he was a former officer however long ago 
and was, you know, and rather currently, than even mentioning that he was currently serving as an LDS bishop yeah. at the time of all of this, they put that way down. So, yeah, one of those sneaky fucking things that some... Where everyone else ran with the headline of LDS bishop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, thanks, everybody, yeah. for tuning into the show. That'll pretty much wrap things up for us this evening. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because we love you mm-hmm. and you keep the lights on and the show going. Uh, and if you would also like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash godless revolution, where you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as $1 per episode. And then you get fun things for that extra episodes, extended episodes, extra outtakes, a song that I can't put anywhere, anywhere else. else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's fun and we would appreciate you doing that. But if you can't, fine, don't. You can support us in other ways by sharing the show around with other people, talking about the show, making comments, posting, joining our Facebook community, tweeting at us, all of those good things. Uh, let's thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Alan Firth, Newmania, Christy Kalbach, Gatheist, Larry Wilson, Stephen Andrews, Let Them Eat Coffee, Two Skeptical Chaps, Michelle Short, Vanessa, Freethinker215. Captain Samples. Utah Outcasts. Janet Uter. The Polish guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. Angelica. <laughs> Jeremy Goodson. Brandy Hamrick. Megan Kennedy. The Foz. Jeff Peterson. Jesse Pointer. Savita Kuna. Purple Dragon. And the Taylor Grin. Yay! And Dan didn't even get it out of order this time. I didn't. I, 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 yeah. I was like really trying hard to not fuck it up this week and i'm very proud of myself that i didn't i'm gonna give myself a little gold star you're concentrated i was i was very pleased about that uh but that'll wrap things up for us this evening i hope you've enjoyed the show and we will chat at you next week and until then crucify people that don't recognize their privilege Leave a review and maybe the tangy, tangerine, twat waffle of a president will leave office. Ooh. (laughs) And as always, rate the show five times a day toward non-human persons. (laughs) Whenever I get those kind of requests from, you know, people wanting to be my my friend on Facebook. Yeah. I always notice that we've got like, you know, three or four friends in common. And I go and look and it's like the same three or four guys all the fucking time who are like, oh, fuck yeah, hot chicken's yeah. gonna send me a yeah. friend request. Oh, boy. That's hilarious. <laughs> Boo! Oh, shit. Sorry. That hurt me, too. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. That was a nice little oh, crackle in yeah. the ears. BYU? I didn't want to scream and I know. crackle again. <laughs> <sighs>